What's going on, all my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the Fucking Wizzle bringing you another podcast episode. Um, basically, I just thought it was the right time to do it. I'm pretty pissed off right now, and I need some way to vent, and uh, just made it back home, so I thought, why not? This is the perfect time. So, tonight we are uh, drinking on some Rolling Rocks. Went and got a 12-pack of cans. Um, got a Butch's combination pizza. I like the white garlic pizza, but the combination pizza is fire, too. So, um, <clears throat> then I got some curly fries, some zesty curly fries, because I've been craving those. So, anywho, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty and talk about something that's kind of been bothering me. Um... Here in a minute, we're going to get started on it, but I've been very, very busy lately with this job and everything. Um, it's been really kind of, I wouldn't say tough or hard, but it's been challenging to plant my feet firm in the ground and be a firm boss, but yet a fair boss. We actually, when I work, we get shit done. There's plenty of time to, you know, talk and go outside and smoke and whatnot, conversate, have a good time. But there's still, we, we get everything done and we still have time left over. So, um, I'm also not always bitching and yelling at my employees, so that's a good thing. But I feel like it's been going pretty smooth. It's been going a little bit better. Kind of getting in the flow of things. There's a couple new girls that are working as delivery drivers. A couple new workers. And uh, one of them is really fucking hot. Really sexy. Really attractive. I think she's already got a man. But she's one of those ones that grew up in a small rural town area. In a cornfield fucking middle of nowhere. And she's so pretty that you know her whole family knows every time she takes a shit, you know. So, even if I could get with her, which I'm going to say that she's out of my league, I'm going to go ahead and say that already. I mean, who knows? Maybe she finds me attractive too, who knows? But uh, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say she's out of my league. She's a, she's a dime piece. She's really fucking hot. She's one of those ones that knows that she's hot. She wears makeup to work just to be seen, you know. She, she showed up to work the other day to check the schedule before she was supposed to be there, and she had this fucking tight-ass, like, moo-moo on. It looked like a dress, but it was so tight that it was it looked like a fucking moo-moo, something that you wear to sleep, you know. She didn't have her tits in a bra, so you could see her tits just fucking hanging. And her ass was thick as hell. So she knows what she's doing. She's out there trying to get attention. I don't care what she says, but anywho. I'm kind of like, eh, I'm kind of iffy on talking to her. Because that's the last thing I need to do is lose my job over some female. So, and since I am a shift leader, I am her boss, I'd get in trouble on heartbeat. So I'm kind of like backing off of that. Playing it smart. 
I asked her the other day if she wanted to go out and have some drinks with me and another coworker, and she's like, eh, I've got some things to do. So, anywho, anywho. <clears throat> so, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty now, because I'm tired of holding it in, tired of waiting. So, I've been friends, well, I've been acquaintances with this guy ever since I left my last job. Since last, like, let's see, June or July. So, for the past couple months. I mean, I was friends with him before that, you know, while we worked there, but over these past couple months, I've been kind of getting rubbed really wrong by this guy. And, you know, it was it's it was cool at first, you know, I'd go over there, like I said, we'd drink together, but 90% of the time it was always me buying the beer, or the alcohol, you know, there was any, even times when he didn't even have $3 to his name and he needed to borrow $3 just to get some vodka for his girlfriend, but I didn't hold it against him, like whatever, you know, because he'd, he'd always say, I'll pay you back, I'll pay you back, you know, and I didn't really think nothing of it, but as time went on, I realized that he wasn't going to pay me back. He's He hasn't paid me back for all the other shit yet, and he's still borrowing off me. So, it's not like he's borrowing a shitload of money or anything like that, but still. So, we're going to get into talking about how people are closet users. Like, they might not call themselves full-blown users, but they use people for certain things, no matter if it's money, weed, groceries... They use people for, you know, uh, if they don't have a vehicle, making runs to the store. And so, I've kind of just been, like, thinking to myself, well, maybe you're overreacting. Maybe it's you and it's not him. But I've been kind of watching here for the past couple weeks. Definitely the past week. And, like, a couple days ago... He had hit me up and was like, yeah, go ahead and come over. We, we can we can uh, stay up until 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning because the night before that, he couldn't hang out. So he felt bad. So he was like, oh, yeah, we can hang out until 2 or 3 in the morning. So I show up there, and long story short, before I showed up there, he asked me, could I pick him up a beer from the store? I'm like, oh yeah, I got you. I've already picked up the beer. I'm headed that way now. So I said, I'll be there in two minutes. So I get there, and he's like, well, you didn't grab all the other stuff? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I asked you if you could, you know, not only let me hold on to the beer, but if you could uh, buy a couple black and miles to smoke, and if you could have bought us a bottle of vodka, and this and that, and this and that. And I'm like, dude, you didn't tell me any of that, you know, like, you texted me, could you have a beer? So anyways, what he did was he texted me the shit after I had already left the fucking store. So anyways, he's like, well, uh, can you run back up there for us? And I'm like, bro, I just got off a 10-hour shift, my feet are killing me, it's raining outside, and you want me to fucking go ride back up there just to get that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have told me that whenever I was up there. 
And he was like, oh, I did, I did, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude. I'm like, you don't even fucking care the fact that I've been at work all day and that it's raining outside, you know? So he's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to call it a night then. And me and my girl are going to just go to sleep because, you know, we've been at work all day and we can't even get anything to drink and blah, blah, blah. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. So I said, whatever, man. If it means you staying up later and us hanging out, I'll go up there and get you whatever to drink. Right? And I really shouldn't have. But he was still like, no, it's good. It's whatever. We're just going to... I'm just going to smoke some weed instead. And so anyways, I was off the next day. He didn't say anything. I was off the, yesterday. And I hit him up at like, I don't know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. He didn't say nothing, didn't say nothing, didn't say nothing. And then at like fucking 1 in the morning, he hits me up and he's like, hey, what's up? And so I texted him this evening and told him nothing. I was asleep, but I was trying to hang out, but you were a little too late on that. So I said, well, what are your plans for tonight? And he says, well, I'll let you know. So 30 minutes goes by, an hour goes by. I say, uh, so what's the word? You know, what, what are your plans for the night? He didn't say nothing. Didn't say nothing. Starts getting closer to time whenever I have to get off. And I told him, you know, getting off at 10. So I ended up trying to call him. And I think he accidentally answered it. Because I said hello and you could hear people in the background. And then so I called him back and he answered it. And he's like, I'll give you a call back in a minute. But he never did. And then it shows that he's online four minutes ago. You know, like 30 minutes goes by and it shows that he's online four minutes ago. So, if, if I know he didn't forget about it. I know he didn't. So, the fact that you're going to sit there and blow me off, you know, you could have at least said, hey, I'm not feeling like doing anything tonight or, oh, I've got plans. But the motherfucker just ignored me and that kind of, that pissed me off. So, from now on, you know, he's going to be hitting me up all the time. Wanting to hang out because he's bored and has nobody to talk to. He has nothing to do. He has no weed. He has no nothing. He's not going to have a vape to smoke or nothing. He's going to hit me up and I'm going to say, oh, well, I'll get a hold of you in a minute. I'm going to leave his ass sitting there for fucking hours at a time and then I'm just going to ignore him. But you know, he, that's not a friend. That's not somebody who I want to be around anyways. Because like I said, he only wants me to come around and hang out whenever I've got weed. Or if I can buy him a beer or two. Or, you know, if there's nobody else to hang out with, he'll hang out with me as a last resort, I guess. I don't know. But I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm not going to be second to nobody. So... And like I said, even if you did have plans with somebody else, you should have let me know. You should have said, well, I've got plans already. Not sit there and left me hanging for fucking hours at a time and then just ignored me. But like I said, that night whenever it was raining and shit, 
He didn't want to hang out with me. He just wanted me to be his little fucking gopher to go get shit from the store. Because he wasn't going to ride up there in the rain. You know what I'm saying? So, they like to use me for little things here and there. I started realizing, you know, I was taking food over there, cooking it on the grill. I didn't ask them to pay for anything. I didn't, you know... There was times when they didn't even have anything to put on the grill. It wasn't like, you know, like they wasn't even trying to pitch in on shit a lot of the time. It was me buying the shit. So, every time I'd have a vape, uh, a vaporizer to hit my tea, or to hit my nicotine, and he would run out. He'd be like, hey, can I hit your vape? Hey, can I hit your vape? All the time. Until... You know, it would fucking be empty the next day whenever I'd get home. <clears throat> so, like I said, it only benefits him when it benefits him. But if, you know, if he ain't getting nothing out of it, there's no benefit, then he's not going to hang out. So, start cutting people off. Start doing what I do. Sticking to myself like I always have been. And that's going to give me more money for me. I don't have to go out and buy extra drinks or, you know, smoke more weed with motherfuckers that don't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And there's even, uh, last time I was over there, I do believe, maybe the time before that, there was a time when I was smoking some really good dispensary weed with him. You know, because he asked me to smoke him up. He's like, hey, can you smoke a little bit with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we start smoking the shit, and then he has the balls to say, well, I can get better stuff from from my homeboy. So then get the shit from your homeboy. Quit smoking up my fucking shit that I just paid money for at the dispensary. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and he's always like, I can get better shit. I can get better shit. You know, he always thinks that he can one-up somebody or something. You can tell him... You know, you're planning on buying a Corvette because it's the fastest car. And he's like, no, it ain't. An Audi R8 is the fastest car. It's the cheapest. You know, he's always got something to say. Even if it's a fact. Like, there's, it's a fact that here in our county, the police chief here at our police precinct had retired. His name was Kenny Winslow. He was the police chief for the longest time. Well, he ended up stepping down and retiring and put some other guy that had been in the police force for years in command. And he's like, no, it, no, they didn't. It's a female that's the police chief. No, it's not. So no matter if he's right or wrong, he's always right. And I don't like that. You know, um... I don't know, like... Hanging out with him has costed me a lot more than what it should have, you know, with many different things. The money I spent on beer, weed, the time that I've taken from riding all the way over there and back every night. Uh, I've gotten in fights with people that he has beef with over him, you know. Uh, and that's, that's the price that you have to pay usually whenever you have friends, but here, like I said, it's it's not a 50-50 friendship, you know, it's got to be symbiotic, 
can't be my friend like 30% of the time and then be like, oh, hey, I'm your best friend, you know, or, you know, you want to be best friends 20% of the time and then whenever I don't want to be best friends and I'm busy doing shit, then you, you want to be best friends 80% of the time, you know, it just doesn't work that way. I like consistent, true, loyal friendship, and it just doesn't seem like I'm going to get that with this guy. I don't know. I don't want to waste fucking five years, ten years of friendship, time and effort and everything for nothing. And I, I, I've realized that with friends that I had in the past. I had a friend that I was friends with for over ten years, and he ended up fucking my ex-girlfriend. And it showed me how quick that a friendship could go down the tubes. So here lately, I've been thinking, you know, is it worth it? Is he really a friend? Should we still continue to be friends? Because I don't really see a lot of a friendship coming out of this, so. And if I'm already starting to question whether we should be friends, I think it's a no-brainer. If I have to question whether I want to be friends with you, then I don't, you know, then I have to question whether I'm going to protect you if we get into a fight somewhere on the streets where somebody tries to whoop your ass. Because I'd probably just be like, oh, okay, yeah, whoop his ass. But, you know, everybody wants something when they want something. And I'm just not down with it here lately. It really kind of has been irritating me. Uh, like, really bad. Like, to the point where I want to go over there and confront him on why the fuck he ignored me. So... And it shouldn't be that way. If you're friends with somebody, you shouldn't shouldn't get down to that point. You shouldn't have to go over to your friend's house to question him on why he's ignoring you. But, you know, it is what it is. Whenever I told him I was going to take my hair clippers over there and get a haircut by him, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that tonight if you want. And then when I said, no, I'm not trying to get a haircut tonight, he didn't want to talk to me. Well, that's because he wanted me to take my hair clippers over there to where he could borrow the motherfuckers and then say, oh, I gave those back to you a week ago. I know how he works because I gave his ass a charger to fucking use and it just disappeared and he says, oh, no, I don't have it. I gave it back to you. Same thing. Which never happened. So. I don't get off till 1 o'clock tomorrow. 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to be hanging out with him tomorrow. I'll tell you that. And probably not even the next day or the next day or the next day. Because like I said. I'm tired of giving people my time. Like. If, if you can't give me. The time of day to message me. And say hey. I'm a little busy tonight, why don't we hang out another time? Then I don't have the time of day to give to you either. You know, and I think people kind of mistake my kindness for weakness after a while. And they're like, oh, he's a he's a boring, lonely uh, 30-year-old. He doesn't have nothing better to do, you know. He's not going to care if we just blow him off, you know. 
And if he does, he'll get over it and he'll be back next week trying to hang out. And that's not the way it's going to go anymore. So. But you gotta, you gotta stop and think about it from my perspective. You know, like. If he was coming over to my house. Which he's never been to my house, thank God. Because I don't like, I don't like people knowing where I live. Let's just put it that way. I have to really, really, really trust you. And there's not very many people that I trust enough. There's probably like three people that know where I live. So, it's for a very good reason. Um, so whenever I do stop being friends with somebody and we get into an altercation, they don't come over to my house and break my windows out. You know, that's why I don't like people knowing where I live. So, but anywho... I could just stop talking to him tomorrow and, you know, like I said, he wouldn't know where to find me, so, which is a good thing, but, um, you know, uh, I forgot what I was getting ready to say, um, that's the reason why I don't, why he doesn't know where I live, you know, because I don't, never trusted him enough really to that extent. But even, even if he was over here, like let's say I invited him over and um, I had a girlfriend, let's say I had a girlfriend, and every time he came over, you know, my girlfriend I'm paying more attention to than him, and let's say he's been over for about 30 minutes to an hour, and I tell him, oh, you gotta go, man, uh, me and my girl are trying to watch a movie together. I'm like, okay, you know, he'd, he'd leave. And then the next time he comes over to my house, I tell him, you know, after an hour of him being there, I tell him, well, yeah, you're going to have to call tonight, man. I'm going to have to go because my girlfriend and I, she's had a long day and I've had a long day. You know, it's a, it's a constant thing. Like, I go over there for an hour and then he's ready to fucking call tonight. So, In my eyes, why are you inviting me over for an hour if you're just going to call it a night? You know, like, so I started I started asking him, I'm like, are you going to be uh, staying up later than midnight? Because I'm not going to get off at 10 or 11, come over until midnight, and ride all the way the fuck over there if you're just going to go to sleep. You know, it's not really fair. You know, and like I said, if I was to invite him over and then go to sleep all the time on him, then he would be pissed off. He would be, you know, that's just not how you treat a friend. You know what I'm saying? And it's just weird. Like, certain things that he does. You know, whenever I go over there, he'll be like, oh, wait outside for a minute. You know, I've already been up into his house... You know, why am I sitting outside waiting? I don't know. But if he was to come over to my house and I tell him, oh, sit outside for a minute, you know, where all these mosquitoes are and everything and get ate up. You know, instead of being in this nice air-conditioned apartment, I want to make you stand outside and wait. That's just not what you do. There's been numerous times when he's told me to come over to his house. I sat outside for more than an hour sat out there for an hour and a half one time waiting on his dumb ass 
something that he said was only going to take 30 minutes. So, you know, if I did that type of shit to him, he wouldn't feel so welcomed as a friend. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start treating people how I get treated. Do unto others as you would want done unto you is how I usually live, but... Treat other people how you get treated. See what kind of results you get. I mean, because at the end of the day, <laughs> I got along just fine before I met the motherfucker, you know. I don't have very many friends. Yeah, I'm kind of lonely, but hey. I got along just fine. I'd rather have that than have somebody that's a fake friend. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't just stop there with friends or people that are saying they're your friends. It's family members, too, that have been acting real shysty lately. I had my niece's birthday, and I didn't really know it was my niece's birthday. It kind of slipped my mind. I don't have a calendar. But my mom told me the day before it was going to be my niece's birthday. And so anyways, my mom doesn't call me. My sister doesn't call me. My brother-in-law doesn't call me to tell me anything about a birthday party or being invited or nothing, right? But then three months from now, they're going to be like, well, you didn't even show up at her birthday party. Or you don't ever come over to see her. Or you don't ever come over to see us or whatever. Well, that's because you motherfuckers never invite me. And I'm the type of person that, you know, when you're a grown adult, I'm not just going to take it upon myself to invite me over to your house. You have to be the adult and call people up and say, Hey, just so you know, your niece's birthday party is tomorrow if you want to come over for a little bit. But they didn't. Nobody said shit. And it really rubs me the wrong way with that, too, because they talk about how your family and you're so important and nothing's more important than family and blah, 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 but... Here you are treating me like I'm, I'm an outcast. You won't even tell me when my fucking niece's birthday party is. So. Between getting treated like shit with friends. Or so-called friends. And then getting treated by shit by family. I'm just, I'm to the point where I'm going to just stick to myself. For a while. I'm going to see how that works. People are going to be like, hey, where have you been? I haven't seen you in a few months. Yeah, well, there's a pretty good reason for that. So I went up to the dispensary and I got some concentrates. I don't know, I think I might have talked about this on my last podcast, but I got some uh, wax to do dabs and... I didn't feel like spending a whole lot of money on a dab rig. I mean, because they got some pretty expensive glass ones and whatnot. It's like, it's pretty big, you know, like the size of a ball. I'm like, I don't want something that big, you know. I just want a little handheld one. See my buddy using one. I was like, yeah, I just want one of those. And so, anywho. I went to the dispensary and I bought a gram of this wax. And I thought I was going to get more, honestly. I mean, I got 
I got a lot. Well, I got more than what it looked like. You know, because at first I got it and I was disappointed. But I'm like, yeah, I guess that is a gram. But at the same point, it was like $85 for this dab of wax. Like, and then whenever I went to the, to the head shop to get all the tools for it, like the dab rig to smoke out of, the dabber tool, the silicone uh, storage thingy majigger, it was like $88 altogether. So here I spent $160 just to be able to enjoy some dabs. And I'm not going to take it over to anybody's house and share with them. Like usually I'm a sharing kind of guy. I'll share some weed with you, but when it comes to my dabs, my concentrates, my wax pens, you're not hitting shit. That shit's way too expensive. So, um, anywho. Yeah, I, uh, I, I went and treated myself to a few different things. I got a new pair of shoes that... I like very much, but I still need to get a pair of work shoes because I'm not going to wear those brand new shoes to work. And I need to get something that's comfortable because I've been having problems lately with shoes not being wide enough, not enough breathing room for my pinky toe or my big toe. And Nike has a really bad problem with that. They make them really narrow for some reason. but. I'm looking to get like some New Balance with some Dr. Scholl's inserts in them or something because when you're spending nine hours on your feet or more a day, you'll be surprised at, at the difference that it makes by changing shoes. I changed from these crappy, well, I say they're crappy, but I just bought these Nike Air Impact 3s probably like three to six months ago. And they're already ruined almost. I mean, they're fucking... I put them through hell. But they're already making my feet uncomfortable. And so I put on these new ones. It's like walking on a cloud. So, they just don't last like they used to. Shoes used to last like at least a year. Now you'll be lucky to get a year out of them. So... Anywho, so last night I was uh, going to the kitchen for something, and I was high out of my mind. I had already smoked. I was drinking too. Well, not last night. Uh, I ate some edible Skittles, some medicated Skittles, and I was really high, and I was really kind of like... I don't want to say I was seeing shit, and I don't want to say I was hallucinating, because I definitely wasn't, but I was out of it. You know, I was just fucking gone. And so I walked out into my living room to go to the kitchen, which... The living room is... That's how you enter the house. Like, you walk through the door, and you're in the living room. So, I look over. Out of the corner of my eye, it looked like the door was open out of the corner of my eye, because um, here lately, for some reason, like, my door has a chain on it, and it's been, like, somebody's tried to unlock it, and it's open, but the chain's still on it, and that's happened, like, pretty frequently, 
It happens all the time. And that's what I thought was um, going on this time, but I thought somebody actually had opened the door. I thought the chain was off of it. And I looked over and it was closed. It was really weird. It was like the weirdest fucking thing. Like out of the corner of my eye, it looked like it was open, and then bam, whenever I looked, it was closed. And I just had this eerie feeling that something was watching me, or something was there, you know, like a ghost or something. It's really weird. It made me feel really edgy. So, and then it gave me this idea on like a a horror a horror movie or a horror story. I've been, I'm a, I'm a really good writer, let's put it that way. I like to write some off-the-wall shit that nobody could possibly even think about, you know. Some crazy, demented, fucking twisted shit. Shit that's almost not even from this planet. Like some sci-fi shit. And I'm a good writer whenever it comes to that. Like making up shit. Something that scares the fuck out of you. <laughs> But I'm, I'm not, um, <clears throat> I've had a few different times in the past where I've come up with this movie plot and I just don't write it down. And there are, you know, many good plots that I come up with, I just don't write them down. And for some reason, it just makes me think that maybe I need to get into making movies. Even if it's low-grade, B-grade movies, something's kind of telling me that maybe I'd be really good at it. So here's the thing, like, there's going to be many people in your life that are going to come and go. I think my mother used to tell me this all the time. Sometimes those people come into your life for five minutes, maybe it's for five years, who knows. And sometimes they'll make a difference. Sometimes they'll, they'll make an impact in your life. And sometimes it's just another fucking, they come and they go, you know. kind of like being out in the stars. Sometimes you see a bright comet flying by and sometimes you just see a dim fucking star that's burnt out. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep trucking on, doing me. After I get everything that I need, I'm going to start saving. We're going to get into this van life. Um, saving some more, take a road trip sometime probably next year, hopefully, well I don't know about next year because I'm not going to start building out the van until probably late summer, probably about this time next summer, so I'm probably not going to have enough time to take a road trip, I'm going to be so busy. It's going to be nothing but trying to get it built out for winter. Get it insulated, get the floors in it, get the walls in it, get a little makeshift bed put in it, get a you know a heating system put in it all before winter comes. Well, at least probably around November is when I want to have it done. I'm not going to worry about bug screens or anything like that because, like I said, by the time I'm living in it, it's going to be cold. I'll worry about that the next spring after so I'm mainly gonna have to worry about 
getting a jackery battery or two, getting the reptile heating mats to put underneath of them to keep them warm. Um, like I said, those you, you just plug them in USB and it's got a thermostat on it, a little digital thermostat. So the batteries, the jackery battery can basically keep itself warm. And when you're in a van, it's negative 20 degree wind chill outside. You can't just leave batteries inside under, under freezing temperatures. You just can't. Um, and also, I got to thinking, you know, because in the past I thought, well, I've always wanted to get like a reptile. I've always wanted to get like a chameleon or whatever. And I thought... Well, you'll never be able to keep one if you're in a van. And I thought, well, that's a lie. Because you're only going to need to keep it warm for six months out of the year. The other six months, it's going to be so hot that, you know. Um, so, I thought, well, getting, getting some heating pads, some reptile heating pads, getting a tank, you know, getting it. Uh, I could build like a wooden box around it. You know, that way it has a little bit more insulation. Um, it's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility. And I've always kind of wanted a chameleon. Um, anywho, that'd be pretty neat. Especially if I move out west, like in Arizona, I could be able to keep a chameleon or something all year round. No problem. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know if I'm going to end up in Arizona or in the Northwest, in Oregon or Seattle. I don't know. There's so much land that's down in Arizona, New Mexico, and shit like that. But a lot of the land is in some very hot areas. And if it's not in a hot area, it's in a desolate area that's fucking 20 miles to the nearest town. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being 20 miles away, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And there's a couple places that I've seen where you can get a plot of land for $1,000 for a whole year. And, like I said, it's 20 miles to the nearest town. But if you've got provisions to last you, you know, every two weeks, you know, you take trips or whatever, then it wouldn't be so bad. And if you had a paramotor where you could fly, you could literally cut the, the, the time down in half. Because I think there was this one particular place, I think it was like 20 or 40 miles by car. But if you fly straight through with a paramotor, it was like 20 miles instead of 40 miles. So... Cut the, cut the distance down by half when you fly. And I've been wanting to get into paramotoring anyways. It's very expensive. We're talking, you know, you can't even get started unless you have 15 or 20 grand. So, that's the going price. That's the going rate. Um, then you got to pay, you know, you got to think, it's probably about $2,000 for, for the schooling. And the schooling isn't even but like a month, maybe a little less. 
But um, that's something I've always wanted to do. I think it's going to be worth it. It's something that once you spend the money on your rig, it, it's a good investment. You're not going to have to spend money to buy another one unless you wreck it or whatever. Um, and it's going to last you for years. You know, it's not like you spend four grand and then it only lasts you a year. It's going to last you 10 years, maybe, or 20 years. And there's going to be times when you buy a paramotor engine or a wing and you use it for a while and a couple years later you're like I want to get a different one so it's kind of it's gonna be kind of like a bicycle hobby for me I'm gonna have like five fucking bike frames and three paramotors you know I gotta have a place to put all this shit and so I said that whenever I get into a van I'm only gonna carry three bikes and I've got two of them now so I'm only allowing myself one more bike, and I really want to get an electric bike, um, something that maybe folds up, something that's compact, maybe, but I want something that's got a big battery on it, that's fast, it's got big wheels on it, that I can get through some snow, maybe, and it's, a, it's an investment, it's like at least $2,000 for one of these good electric bikes, and... Um, you know, there's so many what-ifs between now and about a year from now, you know, on how much money I'm going to have, um, if I'm going to be able to find a good enough van that's in my price range within the next year. Um, if I'm going to have enough time to get it, uh... The inside renovated all on my own with not having any help and working a full-time job these are all things that I'm still kind of thinking about and like I said even if I found a van in March or April you know before summer I'm still only one man it's still gonna take me some time to rip out everything sand everything down you know, put the walls in, put the floors in, put the insulation in. And it's, it's, I'm not the best carpenter, let's put it that way. So it's going to take some fuck-ups, because I'm going to mismeasure some shit. It's going to take multiple trips, I'm going to the hardware store. And if you think about my day, on how my day, what, what, what a day in the life looks like, Making multiple trips to the hardware store on a day like today would just be not in the cards for me. And I just wouldn't have the time for it. So, there's going to be rainy days where, yeah, I can work in the van, you know. But, here's the thing, by the time I get off work, it's usually late. At least 11 or 12 or 1. I'm not going to be able to work on the van. But I can go to sleep early around then and then get up about 7 or 8 in the morning and work on my van until like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. And that's still not really that much time. That's only like 5 hours every day. So that's not a lot. 
when it comes down to talking about how much work is actually going to take, it's not a lot. So then I got to thinking, well, we can just do it one piece at a time. First things first is getting the insulation in it, getting the walls in it, getting the floors in it, and then we can just piece it together like a puzzle. I want to at least make sure I can stay warm. So putting a divider wall in between the cab of the van and the back of the van will hold the heat, you know, in the back of the van and not make the front windows foggy. That's another thing. You know, stupid little things like that that are going to make a difference. And if I do buy the van, like let's say March, April, and I start working on it in the summertime, it's going to be hot as fuck. It's going to be scorching hot. I can't even imagine being outside sweating for three, four, five hours at a time. 110 degrees inside the van. It'd be crazy. So it's going to be a learning lesson no matter what. And from everybody that I've talked to that's lived in a van, they said you just got to get in it and and do it. You just got to jump, you know, stop waiting and just jump. And that's that's true to a certain extent. Like you do have to get all your ducks lined up in a row, make sure everything's registered and all that. But yeah, I do believe that once you buy the van, Jumping in it and living out of it is going to give you more of an understanding on how much space you actually have to work with and what you actually want to do, what colors you want along the way and what things would look better. And you're not going to really know that until you start living in it. So I do know I'm going to need a place to rest my head and I do know I'm going to need to stay warm and whatnot. So those are the basic things. I'm going to need electricity. Those are the basic things. Now, for the biggest jackery system right now, and the solar panels and everything, I think it's every bit of like $4,500 for the biggest one. Now, I could go a little smaller and save a little money and whatnot, and eventually work myself up to buy a new jackery battery but I don't know I haven't really thought about that yet I haven't really came to a decision on that yet um, so anywho I think I'm going to probably make another podcast got a couple more beers to drink I got some more weed to smoke I don't know if it's going to be a whole hour long but feel like I got another podcast in me. More than likely. There's only like 10, 13 minutes left on this one. So. Anywho, I'm kind of glad that. Uh, I'm kind of glad that he flaked on me and didn't want to hang out anyways. Because like I said, it's more weed for me. It's more beer for me. Not that I was taking any food over there, but it would be more food for me. And I just don't feel like listening to uh, somebody that thinks they know the answer to everything all the time anyways. So, I'd rather hang out with myself than to hang out with somebody that, you know, 
like I said, for one, doesn't appreciate you, and for two, always has to be right. Like I said, if I had a girlfriend, and, you know, my girlfriend was like, first of all, either he's pussy whipped, and he just does everything that she tells him, or he, or she is the problem, and he still just does what she tells him. So either way, he's either like a trained dog and does it automatically, or she's the problem, and I think she's secretly going and telling him in his ear that, oh, I don't want to hang out with you and your friend tonight. So I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Either way, I don't care. I've got this uh, old country song stuck in my head, and I don't know who, who sings it. I think it's Joe Nichols, I'm not sure. I have to look it up here in a little bit, but it's uh, a song that I think it's called Find Out Who Your Friends Are. And uh, it says, you know, you find out who your friends are. It's someone that's going to drop everything. Run out and crank up their car. Um, to get there fast and never stop to think what's in it for me. Or if it's way too far. They just show on up. You know, and, and that's... That's... that's um, it's been stuck in my head for a day or two. I don't know why. But I think that's the perfect example of what a friend really is. Someone that, if it's 30 miles away, 50 miles away, and they got a car, they're going to show up. Now, there's people that I know, if I was stranded 50 miles away, they'd, I'd just be fucked. You know? They'd be like, oh, well, you know, that's tough shit. Even though they have a car. I got family members like that too, so. Anywho. Probably, um. After I get done with this next podcast, I'm gonna probably watch some, uh, Adult Swim. I got some, uh. C Lab 2021. I like watching that. I can watch it over and over. Disc 1, Disc 2, Season 1, Season 2, I just switch them up. And then eventually I kind of forget about some of the episodes and I just re-watch them again. Same thing I've been doing with this 10 disc of this Ghostbusters, this animated Ghostbusters that I have. Anywho, I got online and the other night and I seen that they had Tex Avery. They had the animated text Avery. They had season one, two, three, and I think four. Well, the last one was the, the last one was the special with just the droopy episodes. And for any of you that don't know what te who Tex Avery is, it was a cartoon with it was like a wolf, and every time that the redhead there'd be a redhead girl that walk in, he would always howl and pound on the table and shit. And then there was a white dog that was droopy. His lips were always droopy and he was white. 
and he always talked really low and everything. And it's a classic. It's a classic cartoon. And they're like 20 bucks a piece, around about. And I know that if I don't jump on it, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to find them again. So, that's what I like to do, is buy these old cartoons that I grew up on. And at the end of the night, whenever I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I turn on some cartoons. Um... Whether it's Adult Swim cartoons, or whether it's uh, Tom and Jerry, or maybe it's Animaniacs, uh, Ren and Stimpy, or whatever. You know, I like a lot of different cartoons. There's cartoons out there that you can't even find anymore. You know, like even Hey Arnold, just to find the, the all the seasons together is really hard to do very expensive it can get very hard to be able to find every season of every show that you've wanted to watch married with children is a tv sitcom and i don't know how many seasons they have like maybe 15 i don't know but in order to get all of them together is very costly and very hard to do a lot of them that they're selling they don't even play in the United States. It's in Chinese, or it just doesn't play in the DVD players that we have over here for some reason. So you got to really pay attention and make sure what you're buying. Um, but you know, not only do I have the animated Ghostbusters, the 10 disc set, but I want to get the original Ghostbusters, the movie, and then they've got... They've got this box set where you've got the original one, you got Ghostbusters Afterlife, and then you got the other remake of the Ghostbusters um, for like ten or twenty dollars. I mean, it's cheap as hell. But the thing is, once you get on Amazon, you've got this, you've got that, you've got this, and before you know it, you've you've spent a hundred dollars easily, easily. So I'm gonna transfer some money. That's a good thing about this daily pay shit. I can transfer some money that I am going to get paid this next payday to my card now. So if I need $100 out of my paycheck, I can get it advanced and get it now. Um, that's mainly what I use it for. Just, you know, if I'm waiting till next payday and I need to get by. That's the only reason why I really dip into it. Now, I do have coworkers that borrow and borrow and borrow and then whenever they get paid they don't have enough money for their bills because they borrowed too much but this daily pay thing can really be a good a good thing because like I said there's been many weeks where I've already spent all my money and then I don't have any money for food or whatever I can take out 70 bucks and have money for food you know, and then whenever I get paid, next following Tuesday, it'll just be $70 less. So, I really like that. Anywho, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast where it is. I'm going to start another one. Till then, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. <laughs>